a plane, Johnny Cash on the FM dial. The sun's is fading, the slur's not fading. Let's take a trip around the sun. Gosh. Hi, everybody. It's been a crazy morning already, and it's not even noon. I am at uh, Studios 150 with my new friend, Catherine Roach. We are talking about her EP, her career, her life, all the things. She got into New York City last night, is that right? Yeah. And uh, had to sleep through construction because <laughs> New York City, man. Welcome. How are you? Good. How are you? Uh, it's been a day. Yeah. And it's literally <laughs> 10, 12. It's I was great. actually saying to my boyfriend, Jake, when we got here, it felt like cousin Vinny. Yes. You know what I mean? Yep. He gets, keeps getting woken up all the time. <laughs> yeah, like there's no such thing. I don't know people that can sleep in Times Square, like midtown Manhattan. I live in Jersey City and like yeah. that's hard enough. Yeah. But I cannot imagine in the one part of New York City that just fully does not sleep how <laughs> anyone is supposed to. See? How anyone is supposed to. By the way, the windows are fully closed, yep. so that's fun. Um, how anyone is supposed to sleep here. It's fascinating. So you are a musician extraordinaire. You are a little bit of everywhere, from Boston to Nashville to everywhere in between. Yeah. Tell me all about the music life. How did that start? Tell me everything. Well, it's crazy. Um, I've been singing ever since I was a little girl. Mm -hmm. um, my dad used to have this big video camera, and I would want to be front and center at yes. all times, <laughs> putting on concerts, singing my songs, to the point where my brothers, both my brothers' ears would bleed. They'd be like, enough. <laughs> <laughs> Making up songs, you name it. Um, just as I was little, I would do that, talent shows at schools. Uh, anytime I could sing in front of the family, I would. Mm -hmm. They had like a band there. And then I stopped completely in high school. Didn't tell anybody I could sing. Didn't even mention it. Just played sports and hung out with friends. Um, I don't know why. I think it was one of those like, is it cool enough to do type of thing. Right. I don't know why I even thought of that. That's, it's stupid. Um, and then I went to college for a semester. <laughs> As and one does. Yeah. We've all been there. Yeah. And I was sitting in the room. I actually roomed with a childhood friend. And she actually wanted to be an actor. She wants to go to, um, uh, she wants to do comedy and mm -hmm. all that stuff. So she's sitting there and she's like, oh man, I really want to do this. And the CMAs were on. And I took my laptop and I watched the, put my headphones and I watched the CMAs. And I'm like, what am I doing? This is what I want to do. And um, I said, mom, I'm sorry but I quit college. <laughs> and I went back home and she's like, well, you need to get a job. So I got a job and every check I would put it towards a voice lesson to get my voice back. And fast forward a few years later, um, I contacted Dolly Parton's producer, Kent Malls. I was sitting in my, the parking lot of my school, uh, the school that I was working at. <laughs> and I was just looking at producers and I was like, oh, I've contacted this, they're a scam, they're a scam. And then it said Kent Malls Productions. I was like, oh, well, I haven't tried him yet. <laughs> so I called him, and he was like, this is Kent. And I was like, hi, my name's Catherine Roach, and I want to work with you. <laughs> Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. Wait. Go back. <laughs> Wait. You just looked up Dolly Parton's producer and was like, you, sir. Well, I didn't even know he was you, Dolly um, Parton's at, at first. Had no that's idea. That's hilarious. Yeah. And um, he was like, well, who are you? <laughs> As producers like, I'm do. <laughs> Hello, I told you. I you answered the phone. I said who I was. We yeah. passed that, sir. Yeah. So um, he then he was like, "Well, I'm first and foremost, I'm a producer. I produced Dolly Parton." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Like 
they all of course. Stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's like when you see someone famous in New York and you're like, definitely not them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we just started talking. He was like, well, do you have like any music that you can send me? And I had just finished a demo in my hometown, Haverhill, Mass. They have a studio there in like a little garage. And I just did one song that I wrote. Horrible. I don't know like how he even liked it. <laughs> and um, he, I was like, well, I'm going to email it to you, thinking he'll never contact me back. But he did. And he said, let's book a project. Come down to Nashville. You'll write um, a six-song EP. You'll record it. And there you go. So I booked it. My mom and I went down. And from there, I just had so many crazy opportunities of finding a band and moving to Nashville and writing with people to opening up for Jason Aldean and Morgan Evans, and it's just been a crazy ride. Now I'm here, I'm talking with you. <laughs> Hold on, this is so fascinating. So Dolly Parton's producer was like, send me stuff. Yeah, yep. And then, okay, I'll do it. Yep. Well, he also, he does produce up and coming artists, but- That's he, still fascinating. Yeah, he said, you know, I, I usually only produce people who are like, in this right like, you're just starting out i'm like i know <laughs> and here i am and you're gonna produce me this is gonna be great yeah <laughs> you're gonna love it Don't that's worry. so does do you guys ever talk about that conversation like the first conversation you guys ever had no you know what he always talks about my mom read him the riot act my mom got on the phone with him i'm at the time i was 22 years old like right you know what i mean like yeah still a baby but mom i don't need you to call people but like once a mom will always be a mom. oh yeah youngest only girl like you know what i mean yeah yeah so she called him and she just, you know, laid it out in lavender. And that's what he always talks about. He's like, does your mom that's like funny. me still? Like, does she still like, like, yes, Ken, don't worry. That's funny. It's yeah. artist parents that, like, yeah. they'll fight to the death. My mom yeah. is the same way. Like, my older brothers and sisters are all, like, on their own. And my mom's like, leave my son alone. Yeah, like, yeah. mom, please stop. This is yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Um, hi, New York. We're here. I hate it and I love it all at the same time because it becomes now... Thank you, New York. Literally, like, the car is coming through the window of the sixth floor right now. Yeah. Um, it, you become kind of the identity of your parents again yeah. while trying to find your own identity, which is funny. And then, of yeah. course, it kind of flip-flops every once in a while, depending on where you are, of like, right. oh, you're her mom, or oh, you're the daughter of. So I totally understand that. That's yeah. too funny. Yeah. Do, do your parents, when you said you wanted to do the, now, did you say you're an artist as well? Oh, yeah. When you said you wanted to go into that world, were they very like uh, standoffish about that? Because my mom. Um, yes and no. My parents are. <laughs> my parents are very like four-year school, bachelor's, two-year school, yes. masters, and one of them almost has their doctorate, and they've had yes. you know whatever. Um, my whole family, I'm the like ridiculous one that sits over in the corner at parties and just drinks because I don't have like a real <laughs> job because I teach music to kids and I That's whatever. Amazing. And uh, they weren't really standoffish, but it took them a really long time to... Yes, I know what you're saying. To then say, oh my gosh, you're, you're good. Yeah. Or you're, I mean, they've always said I'm good. There's yeah. no, there was no discrepancy there, but they finally saw the validation in what right. I did, and it took a long time. I right. think, you know, you do stuff in your world in Nashville and in Boston, and you get to work at these great houses and with these great bands and open for these great people, but it's not the world of some of the people in your life. So the right. excitement that you have is like, not they're excited for you, but they have no idea. Exactly. And it's very interesting yeah. growing up and being 
immersed in the world here in New York and doing some really fun projects and like calling my mom and she yeah. um, she's like oh my gosh it's amazing and then like doesn't really get it yeah goes on to the next step. yeah yeah that's that's pretty much my dad is always so he's always been like music music yeah my mom it wasn't so much that she didn't want me to do it and be happy she was just so nervous they're nervous she, yeah she knows this world is unpredictable yeah so she was like have a plan b but now that she sees that i'm actually i haven't given up i keep doing it she's very she'll text me and be like oh you need a manager like you need this yes like, yes mom i do yes, yes i do you're right <laughs> so then speaking of managers and social media marketers and all that stuff you have you get to work with my best friend and two-time guest on the show jc don and so how did that meeting start? I think she's one of the most badassery people I've ever met she is. in my life. She is. And she's so sweet and so she is. helpful with everything, like, everything down She's literally good at everything, and it drives me crazy. Yeah, she, she can write a song, she can play the guitar, she can sing. Yeah, like, girl, calm down. Settle down. <laughs> yeah. Spread it out a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, she's so awesome. She, I never met her in person prior. Um, I just saw Platinum Circle Media everywhere. So, the best name for a company. Yeah, I yeah. was like, wow, this sounds legit. And then Boston, as big as Boston is in the music world, it's small. Mm -hmm. Everyone knows everyone. Yep. I figured that out real fast. And um, she was helping other artists. Uh -huh. So I just followed her and I just saw the work she, that she did. And when it came time for really needing a website and really cracking down and what direction I needed to go, I contacted her. And she, like, right then, lit, made a list let's do this first, let's make a checklist, you gotta get a website, you gotta do this. Oh yeah. I was like, wow. And all while saying, I want to help you be able to afford this. Mm -hmm. Like she's that cool. She's yeah, that yeah. Amazing. And um, every, like I can just send her like six emails and she's just so kind about each one and sends like paragraphs of how she can help me with each one. I'm like, I found my girl, like she's yeah. so amazing. I could do a full yeah. show on her expertise and her brilliance. All I, I mean, I'm done too, but I could do more. I listen to it. Um, I loved it. And she's just wise and how it all, ha and I don't understand all that. I'm just like, post it. I don't care. And she's like, you can't post it now. This is not the right time. And I was like, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. um, so she's really, really wise in that area. Yeah. And you, when you find your people as a musician, it really, it either sets sails or it sings. And I think with her, she's, she sails with anybody. It's yes. kind of great. It's she really wants awesome. to see you succeed. Absolutely. Like she could go off and do her own thing and and sail herself, but she right. wants to help others, which I, I just it. think is amazing. I love it. <laughs> um, so, what is a difficult lesson you've learned in this industry? Ooh, that's a good question. There's a lot of different. <laughs> Don't let one person's no define career in this. Say it again a little louder for all of our listeners. <laughs> Don't let one person's no define your career. Boom. Put it on a t-shirt. I yeah, love it. I love that. I love it. <laughs> wow. I love it. That was a good one, wasn't it? <laughs> Next concert, right on that t-shirt. I'm serious. I'm patting I love it. Um, is it, these are harder questions, but I'm going to ask them because it's my show and no one can cancel me and I produce myself. So there. Um, <laughs> Is it, do you find it more difficult as a female, a young female in the industry? Yeah, I do. Um, especially in the country world right now mm -hmm. where they're not being played on the radio, which mm -hmm. I, I, I know that that's not, you know, the DJs or the, um, the music um, director's fault. It's just the culture that we're in right now. Um, but I just see everyone 
speaking about it mm-hmm. and trying to work through it and I just think that's amazing and no one's given up so I think that's even more amazing. Now that I didn't know, can you explain a little bit more of that to me and to our listeners? Yeah, so which part? The part? The, they're not playing female they're artists not. on the radio. So one of the rules actually was on Twitter and a, a radio DJ from Chicago, I, I don't quote me on that, said that they are not allowed to play a female artist back to back. And I don't know why. What? They say because um, women aren't relatable and they don't want to listen. Females don't want to hear females. Oh my God. This is 2020. How are we here right now? Okay. All right. Dolly Parton, Loretta Lynn, Reba, Shania Twain. What do you mean females don't want to listen to females? They pave that way. Kelsey Ballerini, Mary Moore. You know what I mean? So. I just don't understand the culture that we're in right now, but I see so many females tearing down walls and speaking up about this. And um, 101.7 The Bull, I just did a concert with them. And it was a charity concert. And I was talking to one of the DJs, Amanda Joe, and she, she was just at CRS. Now that's when all the radio companies go down to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Talk to the labels, talk to the directors of God knows what. It's everyone and everything. And she was sitting in a room and she said, how do we get more females on the radio? What, what do we do? And one person said, the females need to write better songs. And they need to be more relatable. It's like, hmm. what is this whole relatable thing? But it's only in country music, though. I know. Because you have... <laughs> I mean, I'm naming some of these people like I know who they are and I have no idea. <laughs> um, obviously, I know Lizzo, but like you have Lizzo on the radio every oh, two seconds. It. You have JoJo Bo person. I don't know. See well? See well? Yeah. Is that what it is? Yes, see. I know what you're talking about. Big blonde yeah. hair, big bow. Can't cancel me, everybody. I already own this production, <laughs> so it's fine. Um, JoJo, see well? Like, yeah. I, it fascinates me that it's just in country music where I feel like in that, I hesitate to say this too, but I'm going to do it, in that Bible Belty area where like equality and freedom and Americanism, if you will, is so well celebrated yeah. that this is still that like 2020 oppression, which doesn't seem like it. That's like 1950s bullshit right there. Like, that makes no sense. It's stupid. It's weird. But I also think that there are people who are helping and trying to Mm -hmm. speak up. And um, it's a work in progress. But who holds that? Like, who? That's what I'm so confused about. It's like. I know. It's weird. I I, I wish I knew all the answers. No, it's okay. research more about it. Well, because you look at, I'm using this, this is totally like off base, but, and I never talk about this, everybody, so don't tweet me about it, but (laughs) um, you look at like the Fox News brand, and if you had a problem with Fox News, you went to the higher ups, and finally you get to Roger Ailes, who no longer is with us, but um, there's always that high up person, but that's just such a broad rule of like, there's no women, like that doesn't make sense to me. There's like, if you really listen to a country station for like a day, it's like 12 males, two, two, female, two females. And are they yeah. specific females? Kelsey Ballerini and Maren Morris, and they have both spoken up so much about this. Also, Casey Musgrave speaks out about it. Mm-hmm. She, she just won, what is it, like six Grammys for her album, her songs. Which is fascinating because Fasc- they're... She's been played on the radio since Merry Go Round. Really? Maybe Rainbow, I think. Have you guys looked, I mean, I say, like, I have any power, I have no power. Um, <laughs> iHeartRadio, um, yeah. so SiriusXM. Yeah, um, that's another thing, like, they are really trying. It's the, it's the 
higher ups. It's even at Sirius XM and iHeartRadio too. They're trying to get the the females out there. They're speaking their their voices and yeah, it's weird. I don't know what's going on. One of these days, I would say look up. I'm gonna edit this out because I don't really need to talk about this, but. One of these days, I would look up who some of the higher-ups at SiriusXM are, mm-hmm. email them, and come here and take a meeting with them. Because they're here. They're on um, the Avenue of the Americas, and it's yeah. an easy access building. Yeah. I was actually just there yesterday for another um, another show. And it's all in the same hallway. Like, there's literally just studio after studio after right. studio of just SiriusXM and right. country music and all this stuff. And even if there's a way to do a local branch of, mm-hmm. you know, we, you buy out a Nashville channel, you buy out a Boston channel, whatever it is. Yeah. That's just so fascinating that there's not... Enough women singing. I mean, and I don't get it, because you look at, like, the people that you mentioned, you know, going back to Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre and all those strong, strong women, Shania Twain, who, exactly, who paved the way, Loretta Lynn, that... Reba's still cranking them out. Oh, she's killing it. Still it's cranking still them out. Didn't she just, um, she hosted, some, I'm so bad at this, she hosted something, yes, in like the 75 dresses that she wore, yes. but in the one number just changed into like five dresses throughout. Yes. I'm like, all right, Reba, what are you, like, I don't know, like 68? Like she's she's killing it She's up there, but like, can't tell. No. Um. Do you still have pinch me moments of like, oh my god, I'm doing this, or have you ever met someone where like, it's gone, you've lost it, and it's amazing? Yeah, every single time I move a step forward, it's a pinch me moment. Mm-hmm. Like opening up for Morgan Evans for One One Seven Gold, that was a pinch me moment. Mm-hmm. Um, just everything I'm able to accomplish. It's just so funny to see where I was and to where I am today. Like mm-hmm. I'm nowhere where I want to be, but I'm where I wanted to be couple years ago absolutely so that's just amazing to see just all the people I get to meet collab with Mm -hmm. the gigs my band radio stations Mm -hmm. it's just been really cool now we talked about earlier you are produced by Dolly Parton's producer has he orchestrated a meeting with her ever I did get to meet her Um, tell me all about it (laughs) we they were playing in Boston Mm mm-hmm and he said, you know, I'll get you and your family some tickets. Come on out and see the show. So we did, and he, get, he got us a meet and greet. And she is just as nice mm-hmm. as nice can be. Laid back, super cool. My mom went up and... Um, Red of the Riot Act. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my dad couldn't go, so I asked my uncle, which is my mm-hmm. mom's brother, and they both walked up to you know to take the picture and my mom looked at her and said you know we used to listen to me and little andy all the time and meet and greets are, are kind of like cattle calls yeah. next next she stopped the whole meet and greet and just talked to them for like a minute about like a story about the song she's just that wow. she's really cool and then after the show we went backstage and we were in her dressing room i saw her dresses and oh my god her wig she had rhinestones and of course she does oh, yeah oh, yeah yep she's so sweet I, I have met her one time, and it was one of those mind-blowing moments of, like, you are everything that I think you would be. In the greatest way. She's was so kind and so sweet, and it was in a very inauspicious way. Like, we were arriving to an event together, and I had I wasn't planning to meet her. We just happened to have literally walk through the door together. In these seven-inch, eight-inch heels. <laughs> yes. This rhinestone dress, the big hair, the lips, the fingernails, oh, and you're everything. like... Girl, 
this is this is you like oh, you yeah. are up close. that's so funny but as kind as ever with that southern drawl yep. um that's so fascinating has there been someone that you've obviously i'm sure dolly parton but has there been someone that you've met in your industry that you've just totally geeked out over and like couldn't keep i mean we try really hard to keep it together yeah. i make fun of jc because she is literally the best person at keeping it together. Yeah. I am the worst person. So <laughs> I feel sometimes like I'm in the middle Oh, it's of horrible. That. We attend events and she will prepare I'm leaving this in. We will attend <laughs> events and she will prepare me ahead of time of like, you've gotta get it together before we get out of this car. Breathe. And like the whole way there I'm like, Yes So she's like, You lit you no more coffee, you're out. And I was like, But I can't when we're done, I'll tell you a story about something that happened to us when we were in Toronto that I cannot share on air because oh, she'll be so mad at me. But yeah. That's so funny. I actually, I haven't. I guess Dolly Parton. Mm -hmm. I geeked out. Like, I didn't know what to say. But she gave me a hug and she said, good luck with your music. And that, I was like, oh my God, she knows I do me. Like, so right. Kent must have told her, but I was like, like, that geeked me out. Wow. So... From the time that you started and you quit school to now, how many years have passed? Oh gosh, I graduated high school in 2012. <laughs> so enough. <laughs> if you could go back 10 years ago, what would you tell yourself about what you know now? What would I tell myself? Learn more guitar. <laughs> mm, okay. Don't put that guitar down. Amen. Yeah. How do you deal with setbacks in the industry? I've had a lot. I just said, you know, obviously that wasn't God's plan, so mm -hmm. I'm being redirected in a different way. So just keep pushing. Because mm -hmm. I know, I just always have told myself, it's got to happen one way or another. Mm -hmm. That stinks. I wish that happened that way, but obviously it's a different plan that's mm -hmm. coming. So just keep going. What's your end goal? It's not that I don't already know, because I definitely do. But what's your end goal? I want to tour the world. Mm -hmm. I want to stand on that stage, just like. Dolly, Reba, Carrie, Mayor, mm -hmm. all of them. Miranda Lambert, she's my idol. What's that one house that you want to play or one venue that you're like, there's, that's it, I will do that? I want to sell out Madison Square Garden. Yes. Yes, she does. And I want to play on the Opry and the Ryman. Mm -hmm. And I want to, is it called the Red Rocks? It's whatever you want it to be. I don't yeah. remember. I can't remember anything. Clearly, I've had That's a morning already, bad. so I don't even know. Yeah. Just, yeah. The Opry, and I want to sell out Madison Square Garden. What advice would you have for young females getting into this industry? Keep pushing. Don't let anybody tell you that you can't. Um, always keep your head up. Be kind to everyone. Take every opportunity you can. Mm -hmm. Don't say no to any opportunity unless it's something that you feel in your gut that you shouldn't do. Mm -hmm. But just always, always be you. Do you have a life mantra? Life mantra? Just do it. Just, <laughs> just do it. That is a very illegal mantra because it's <laughs> Nike, so now I'm canceled. Great. <laughs> but Nike, sponsor me. I'll take it. Um, sorry. Is that the right? I don't it listen to any Definitely is. No, it's okay. As I'm wearing Nikes. As you're wearing Nikes. She doesn't, not a thing with her beautiful Nikes on. Do um, it up. Do it up. That do is up. also Mountain Dew. So there's that. We're, we're, we're doing well, great, everybody. How many slogans can we steal in this episode? Like my no, life kidding. mantra. You can sue me, I have no money. So go ahead, Mountain Dew. It's fine. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Sponsor up. Yeah, Just please. Just don't, don't sue me <laughs> for saying it. So your name is Dolly Parton. 
She can handle the lawsuit. The two of us cannot. Yeah. Or call JC. JC might. I think yeah. JC's JC's packing. She's fine. Yeah. <laughs> um if you could do anything different in your life up to this point in your career and in your goals, what would you do? I don't think I would, except for learning the guitar mm-hmm. at a younger age to help me write my songs. Um, I just think that, you know, everything happens for a reason, and there's a reason why the plan worked out the way it was. Mm-hmm. Maybe not have stopped in high school. Mm-hmm. I think that was a big setback. It's the best segue to my next question. Why on earth did you stop? I don't know. I think it was because I was so focused on sports and just wanting to have like a fun high school experience mm-hmm. that I just put it on the back burner. But mm-hmm. I would go home and I would go into my bathroom and have the best acoustics. <laughs> As they lock, do, though. Yeah, lock the door and just play music and just sing. Mm-hmm. What um, what sports did you play? I played basketball. I rode horses. But those would feel basketball was like my main yeah, yeah. sport. Played that in high school, um, point guard, the varsity. Yes. So All right. So you didn't waste time. I mean, you weren't no, still yeah. doing nothing. All right. Yeah. Um, if you had to ask your family what your legacy is in your family, what do you think they'd say? Uh, I'm loud. <laughs> <laughs> That's my legacy. Loud, obnoxious. No. Um, I think they just see that, like, I, I'm a dream follower. Mm-hmm. I'm like the black sheep in the family. Me too! Yeah. Only because I'm black. Stop that. Just do it. Yeah. Do it up. (laughs) All of it. I just want to see how many things I can say that are so offensive in this area. I want to play a rapid fire game with you. Oh boy. So, full disclosure, I played a show a couple days ago and I left my iPad at the theater. Which has all of my cue cards for every interview I do. Yeah. So I'm literally like trying to remember every question I have on there. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna try and do this rapid fire game without my cue cards. Okay. Oh God, here we go. Uh, favorite color? Purple. Favorite TV show? The Walking Dead. Favorite candy? Reese's Peanut Butter. Favorite pre-show meal? French fries. Favorite uh, uh, post-show meal? A margarita. Bless you. Uh, go-to musical genre that's not country music. Rock. Favorite artist? Miranda Lambert. Who inspired you the most in your career? Miranda Lambert. Uh, Joplin. Yes. Did I already say favorite TV show? Favorite movie? My Cousin Vinny. (laughs) (laughs) The Goonies. I have so many. Oh, the Goonies. Go ahead. Give me your top five. Oh, the Goonies? Mm Mm-hmm. Um... Um, my cousin Vinny um, walked the line, mm-hmm. and oh gosh, I think those are my only like top top okay. ones. Sweet Home Alabama. Yes. I love oh, Reese. All those ones. Yeah. Have you caught her on her new TV show? No. It's very good. The morning show. I gotta, I gotta watch, watch her it. TV. Oh, it's amazing. Watch any TV. Amazing. She's so good. Yeah. Um, guilty pleasure snack. Guilty pleasure TV, like trash TV show. Jersey Shore. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. I just was not ready for that answer. Love Snooki. DJ Polly <laughs> Guys, I have been rendered speechless at this very moment. Um, 
Great. Mine What's my next question? I mean, like, let's not lie, though. My favorite thing to tune into, because, like, let's not pretend like I didn't watch it. Yeah. My favorite thing to tune into was Ronnie and Sammy. Oh my are yes, Ronnie and Sammy nah, together nah. this week? Are they? I actually being here. Uh, <laughs> shortly after the show went off air, I yeah. ran into Sammy. Did you? Did not know who she was. Like I obviously watched yeah. the show, but like, what she looked like on the show was not what she looked they like when I met her. I mean, they were drunk. And the she, right, whole time. And she said something, and I went, because you know, it's yeah. that voice yes. that do it again. You just did it. Ron, stop. Ron, it's that, stop. Oh, yeah. it's that voice that you were like, I thought you were like what? No, no. And she was talking to somebody on the street, and I was like, oh, no, I know who you are now. Yeah. And uh, she's very nice. Yeah. It just, they're, it's interesting to see them outside of those personas because it they're not that. Yeah. Well, some of them are, but. Yeah. <laughs> I ridiculous. like the, the original, like. Angelina. No, I just mean like the original show. Mm-hmm. I don't like Not the new one. No. We're like... And that's why I think... Snooki and left. JWoww bring their babies to Jersey Shore or something. It's yeah. so weird. Yeah. I, I still love them, but I just love the... Because that was like... I feel like the first reality show that was not... I'm not saying... I don't think it's scripted, but it was like completely... Oh, it was, you never knew. Yeah. You never knew. I think yeah. the one episode that I remember like... <laughs> a horrible episode to remember um was the day that she got punched in the face oh yes that night where the guy the boy the guy you just did. never knew what was going to happen and then all of a sudden on like national television it it. she got knocked out yeah. and it was like Ugh. and up until that point she wasn't really like feeling the show no and then, but like i don't know how she felt the show after she got knocked in the I face know. but like do you i guess yeah, you got yeah. a lot of money from it so whatever right um, favorite vacation spot? I don't really have a... Well, I guess we go whitewater rafting every year. I love it. Yeah. Up, Where? Up north yeah. in Maine uh, called The Forks. Mm-hmm. That is my favorite because there's no cell phone service. Nope. It's fresh air, laid back people. We're with our family and close friends. That's awesome. Feeling the rapids don't, don't fall off. Oh, I used to like force myself off. Oh, <laughs> the one time I've been whitewater rafting, I'm positive my knuckles were white. Oh, I was yeah. like, will not fall. <laughs> Everyone in the boat was like falling out. I was like, never. My nana and like, Papa would whitewater raft. Soaked. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. No. Never like did. No. Never do that again. No, because you like go down these like really small like. I say trails. I don't remember. I was probably drunk. No, I'm kidding. I was like 12. Um, So drunk. Yes, I love it. Totally kidding. But like, there's rocks on either side of me. Like, at any given moment, we could run into these rocks and bust the boat, and we're all screwed. So like, all right, great. Um, (laughs) East Coast, West Coast, or Nashville? Music-wise, Nashville. Mm -hmm. I love it. It's fun. It's where I want to be for my music. Home. Coast. Mm-hmm. I have the mountains a half hour away, the beach 20 minutes away, the city an hour away. Yes. I just have it all. It's the best place. You too. Yeah. If you could end this podcast with advice to your younger self and to young individuals getting ready to be in this business, what would you say? Keep pushing. Keep believing in yourself. Don't, don't, like I said, don't let one person's know define your career. T-shirt. Yes. Learn that guitar, mm-hmm. piano, learn it, write your own songs, mm-hmm. be who you are, 
Oh, I love that last part too. Always be kind to everybody. I had a, a friend that said, who does a lot of work in Los Angeles, every day is a choice. Yep. You have the choice to be kind and you have a choice to be mean. Yep. Figure it out. Exactly. I was like, yes, all right. I feel like I should have a lot of t-shirts made. Yeah. Um, how do we get your EP? What's it called? Where do we get it? How do we buy it? How do we follow you? Tell me everything. My EP, uh, my first debut EP is called Beautiful Surprise. Mm -hmm. Who did your website? <laughs> I just had to put that in there, Dan. Uh, Catherine Roach Music, all over the place. Go on all the music downloading platforms, download her music. It's fantastic. I've gotten to hear some tracks and I love it, love it, love it. I hope that uh, the country music female situation gets cleared up soon. You all deserve to have your music played. Anytime you want to play your music, you can send it to me and I have no power, but I will play it and it will be wonderful. I thank you for being here. I hope you have a fantastic day in the city. I'm sorry construction kept you up all night. Welcome to the city. Don't take anything from anybody and don't take pictures with people who you don't know. No, literally just look down. The second you look up, everyone wants to hug you or cough on you. And that's not the time to do that, if you know what I mean. Uh, and that's where I'm ending that, everybody. Thank you so much. Catherine Roach Music, go find her, download all the things, follow her. She's gonna be big, she's gonna play on the what stage?